What's up, everybody? Terminal Transmissions Thursday episode. It's a big 3-3. Yeah. Episode 33, we're doing it. Uh, I just wanted to quickly touch on again, we're doing a giveaway right now. Yes. Um, So, you know, uh, like the post for this episode, share it. Uh, Like the post about the raffle and share it. Go give us a review on iTunes. Uh, All the information is on our Facebook page about how you can get entries. Stack them up and maybe win yourself a copy of Uncharted 4. It's a great fucking game. Yes. Honestly... If you haven't played the first three and you win the fourth one, just go watch a Let's Play or even like read a synopsis because they're all great and I recommend you play them, but you should definitely play four. Anyway, exciting, cool stuff. We want to do more giveaways. We're going to just give you free shit, so why not? (laughs) Yeah. Share it. Tell your friends. So yeah, uh, first up on the agenda for this evening is uh, we're going to talk about a television show that I just got into that is forever old. Yeah, what a big fucking dummy. Yeah, yeah. So we've talked about this and we've hinted at it a few times, but uh, Danny is much better about actually keeping up to date about like every show ever. Pretty that much. is a that is a very nice, close friend, good roommate way of saying that I have a problem. <laughs> so I uh, I'm really bad. I'm the opposite. I, I'm really bad about watching uh, shows. And Danny tells me about shows all the time. There's like a, a laundry list of television shows that I need to watch. And he's been telling me about this one for literally more than a year. Uh, so Taylor and I just started watching it cause she's seen it and she's like you. And, um, yeah, she'd be watching every show like Love 19 it. times. And, Love uh, it. and so anyway, yeah. So she was like, let's watch shameless, which weirdly I'm going to, I'm going to out myself as this, this is like the worst thing yeah. that's ever happened. So I have no idea why, cause I have a fucking weird brain, but Every time Danny told me about Shameless, he never went into detail about it. He would just be like, dude, Shameless is so fucking good. This new episode of Shameless is so fucking good. For some reason, my brain had like associated and conflated Shameless with Justified. <laughs> oh, why? I literally had to, when, when Taylor was like, let's watch it. I was like, okay, uh, let's watch this Western show. And she pulled it up. And I was like, what the fuck is this? And she was like, this is this is Shameless. William H. Macy was just drunk and you were like, what? Yeah. And so why are they I, around a bonfire? <laughs> I literally I, w- I did that thing that I always do that I'm like, what what was I thinking about? Right. And I was like, it has that dude from Gone in 60 Seconds. Yeah, was, yeah. And uh, so I fucking What's IMDb'd that hit? Him. What's that hit, man? Yeah. <laughs> so I had IMDb that dude. And I was like, what fucking? And I was like, oh, it's the, the Western show with this guy. And Taylor was like, justified? God. Damn. Yeah. And, and I was like, I have no idea why I thought these were the same show. But anyway, that's enough about that. But um, so I'm stupid. And I started watching the show, and I will say right now that I am upset that I just now got into this because it's goddamn incredible and everything that you ever told me about the show, which it was little. You never told me any details. Obviously, that's why I, I still had this fucking masquerade going on in my fucking brain uh, of these shows. But mm-hmm. um, it's absolutely incredible. Yeah. So I, I, I want to say the first thing that I said about it when, when I watched like three or four episodes back mm-hmm. to back a few days ago and uh I've watched several since then. And the first thing I said to to Taylor and to you about it was, although the subject matter is not really the same 
and the tone is not really the same. It makes me feel a lot of the same ways that Breaking Bad makes made me feel mm-hmm. in that I don't want to stop watching. Right. It. You feel compelled to continue just crushing through episodes. Yeah. And it's not even, and again, just like with Breaking Bad, it wasn't even really like the plot. It wasn't even really like what was going on in the show. Breaking Bad and now Shameless to me, it, they're like shows that I just enjoy watching them. Yeah. When they are on, I enjoy what is going on yeah. in them. You just, you, you're just happy to experience like the Gallagher's lives. Honestly. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. And you get really attached emotionally to these characters oh, dude, immediately. Just fucking wait. Yeah. I'm, I'm pumped up, but it's, it's funny because like, you know, shows like Daredevil and Luke Cage and, and uh, Jessica Jones, like I love these shows as well. And I, 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 I'm compelled to watch them as well, but it's for a different reason. Yeah. I, I want to see what's unfolding. Right. Right. It's more of the plot. It's more of the character development. It's not because like, I like how it feels when I watch them and, right. I, and not detracting from those shows in the slightest because I love those shows. But again, shows like scrubs shows like breaking bad shows like, and I know that none of these are anyway similar, but yeah. Um, shows like um, uh, the office. Shows oh, like, right, the, right. Uh, like the office shows like like uh, shameless they just grip me in a way that like i like i said i just want to watch them right and i don't know what that is but i love it but um it has absolutely fantastic writing the the characters are, are incredible the dialogue is is incredible everything that people say is just like i i understand like why this dude would say that and like yeah. i understand that um i will say that even though the storyline is absolutely like absurd in a way, in a large way. Like it feels a lot more real to me than how like most families are portrayed right in, in television and, and film. And that's very strange to me because I mean, like it's absolutely absurd and like everything that's happening is, is so over the top and so crazy. But at the same time, like there's a certain level of realism there that I think isn't portrayed typically in, in the medium. Right. And I don't, I don't know. I, I haven't been able to like hammer down exactly what that is, but it does. It, like I said, like, even though it is ridiculous, mm-hmm. it's, it doesn't feel ridiculous when it's happening. And it, it, it's like the problems that they're having are looked at through this, like more realistic lens mm-hmm. of how they actually would affect real humans. Right. Versus kind of the contrived, um, you know, leave it to Beaver, uh, kind of like, I, I feel like most shows, uh, on television and, and, and most films, honestly, they portray families in this way that like is completely and utterly unrealistic. Right. And I think that that's why Breaking Bad worked. And like, that's why shows like this work is that you, you really are seeing human interaction in a way that is relatable, even if the situations aren't. Right. Right. And that's the thing about Shameless is, is it somehow at the same time, incredibly relatable uh-huh. but also like wholly unrealistic right absolutely and that juxtaposition <laughs> is uh is really cool uh yeah i've you know i've been watching this show for years now mm-hmm. um not since the beginning i will say um i think i started like maybe in season three okay but it's a it's a it's exactly what you said mm-hmm. like it doesn't it almost doesn't make sense right. like how relatable it is while being totally unrealistic and, and let's that's not to say everything in the show is things that can happen and probably have happened to people. Oh, absolutely. But just not all to the same people. Right, right, right. It's just like, it's kind of like 24 where it's just like, bro. Right. Like no one, like th- these are all improbable because if one thing, one of these things happened, I could get behind it. 
all of these things happening in a 24 hour period is no, it's never going to happen. It never will happen. Never did happen. Shut the fuck up. And so, yeah, this is kind of in the same way. Yeah, absolutely. Like it, like you kind of have to suspend disbelief a little bit in that regard, but it hooks you in with all of the other Mm -hmm. aspects of the show that are incredible that you don't even mind. And you don't even, you don't even have to think about it. Right. Like some shows you do watch and you have to be like, Oh, heroes. I love heroes. Don't get me wrong. I'm not beating up on heroes at all. I fucking love it. But sometimes you had to be like, okay, let me suspend some disbelief and like move on with my life and buckle up. And I'm just going to enjoy it as it unfolds. But this show is just like, you don't even care because it's just, everything's playing out so incredibly well that you're just like, I don't even care. Just keep doing it. Just keep doing exactly what you're doing. I'm here. And one thing that I really like about it is in, in, in this regard, it is actually very similar to Breaking Bad. Basically everyone on Shameless is like a scumbag. Right. Like pretty much every character on Shameless right. is just like a monster. Right. But you right. root for all of them. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Absolutely. They trick you into like relating to these people who are basically all bad people. Right. Yeah. And, yeah. I, and I get it that like in Shameless, you know, their situation has like driven them to the way that they sure. are. But they like they're all it's like but I actually love shows like that where like everyone's a shithead. Right. I, I one of them for me that, that hit me really hard was that like uh in Shameless and spoilers, if, if, I don't think this actually spoilers matters. Spoilers if you haven't seen season one of Shameless. Yeah. So there's there's that scene where they're just like walking down the street. Um, and it's like Ian Lip and uh, the girl. It's like the the fake girlfriend of uh, Ian. I forget her name. Mandy? Oh, yeah. Mandy, Mandy. Yeah, yeah. Okay. So, so the three of them are walking down the street. And this like, uh, it's just, it's so crazy like how quick they are to just fly into the fucking uh con right right right. um and i loved it but at the same time it's like damn that is it's like scummy as fuck but yeah like they're walking down the street and there's like an 18 wheeler uh broken down and he's like hey guys like can i borrow your phone and they instantly without even hesitating lips like oh our dad says that we can't have a phone until we're 18 and immediately it's just like whoa why are you talking like that right he even affected like a voice of like innocence yeah and the dude's like, well, fuck, like, what do we have to do? And they're like, dude, you're going to have to go down at like five to 10 blocks. And there's like this fucking bar. It's like O'Flannery's and they're, they'll, they'll, they'll let you use a phone, but there's nothing else close. And the dude's like, okay, well, I'll give you like five bucks if you'll like watch my truck. And they're like, okay. And then as soon as the dude's like out of earshot, Lip pulls out his phone. He's like, yo, Kevin. Yeah, like meet me at the corner of blah blah blah, and like bring a crowbar. We got a truck full of strings. Yeah. And then they just like steal everything out of this dude's truck. And so it's so funny because like, <laughs> You know, it's just right there. It's like, yeah, you're rooting for these characters, but like, damn, that dude just got fucked over like so hard and they didn't even think twice about it. Yeah. Like even like it was it's, instinct. Yeah. And what's funny is like you see that over and over that it's like it's not just their family. It's like everyone around where they live, like because Mandy is right there. Right. And she's just like, yeah, cool. Like, it's just like they're so used to just like, oh, yeah, you just fuck people over to get ahead. The 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 game. Yeah. Like, this is what we do. Like in every episode, and that's and that's another fun part of watching it is like that's basically that the show. It's yeah. just like they are in these sticky situations, and it's like, what con do we have to do to get out of it? Right. But it's never like super crazily over the top. It's like, oh, our water heater went out. Okay, well, I'm going to check the obituaries and find someone that died near us that may might have had a like a good water heater, and we're just going to go steal it. Yep. That's not outlandish at all. Like. That's kind of genius. Yep. Um, you know, and so a lot of shows like they go way over the top in their resolutions for, yep. um, you know, plot reasons. And uh, this show doesn't like it's never at least as far as I've gotten, which isn't I'm almost done with the first season. But like 
it's not once been like, what? Yeah. No, like you wouldn't do that. And it's just like, oh, no, you absolutely could do that. Also, William H. Macy's in it. Yeah, yeah. And he's incredible. He also, I was talking to Taylor. So uh, I said, like, I feel like I've just met this dude. Mm -hmm. More than that, I feel like this dude is just my uncle. And Taylor was like, I feel like this dude's everyone's uncle. Yeah. And I was like, pretty much. Yeah. He's like every walking stereotype of like just like the like the bitter drunk conniving shitty uncle but at the same time it's 100 believable because of that like it is like over the top and it is almost like a caricature but at the same time like everything he does again you don't really have to suspend disbelief for it you're just like oh yeah this these this dude exists somewhere yeah one of my only complaints is that I'm always looking for new shows to watch at work, uh-huh. and it is hard not safe. For work. Yeah, yeah, it'd be it'd be throwing it'd be throwing not safe for work at you. Yeah, all the time. You see Kevin's like full pork and beans in the first episode. <laughs> yeah, like his taint basically. Yeah, yeah. I mean the the intro, like the opening, has like, I mean you can't see anything, but it's it has well it has an ass. Yeah, but it has like it people has Steve's get, ass. It basically has a sex scene. Yeah, it has it has fully like getting fucked in the bathroom the scene yeah. for like ten seconds. Um and. If you watch Shameless, you will see Emmy Rossum topless more than Garrett's seen me topless. And I'm literally not wearing a shirt right now. <laughs> this is informally known as the uh, No Shirt Podcast. Yeah. So, but yeah, it's a great show. Everyone should watch it. I'm fucking so fired up that you're finally watching yeah, it. Yeah, so dude. I love it. about it. Um, you'll have to bear with me if I don't remember stuff from season no, one. It's okay. Like, yeah. I was like, Ian's fake girlfriend. Oh, man. <laughs> Mandy used to be Ian's fake girlfriend. That's so what funny. The fuck. Yeah, it's basically like that for Taylor because Taylor hasn't watched the first season in four years. She's right, and so she was like, "I don't remember like a lot of." Yeah, this. it's probably about the same length for me since yeah. I watched it. But yeah, it's an awesome show. I might talk about it again uh, as I get further along because it like that's I, I didn't even feel weird talking about it, even right. though it's like a seven year old show yeah. because it's so goddamn incredible. Do you know it's a remake of a of a UK show? Oh no, I didn't. And there's like fourteen seasons of it. Whoa! Yeah. And UK season or UK shows like never do that. Uh-huh. Wow. So in uh, science and technology, I just wanted to quickly talk about this new sort of uh, uh, discovery that a, a scientific team made where they were able to reverse, com- basically reverse combustion, essentially, mm-hmm. and turn carbon dioxide back into ethanol, which is a usable fuel. So previously, our only real way of getting rid of carbon dioxide is converting it into, a, you know, a solid waste. Mm-hmm. So it's just waste for waste. Right. Uh, which sucks, but it's better than just dumping carbon dioxide on into the atmosphere. Right. But now they literally, and I think it's like um, 63% uh, they can convert. Oh, wow. So, yeah, yeah. 63% like yield recovery. So, basically, wow. if you have, you know, a bottle of carbon dioxide, they can convert 63% of that bottle back into ethanol, which is actually a usable fuel. Right, right. We can do, you know, we can add it to fuel for cars. Mm-hmm. It can be used to burn off for other things. But it's not like, just waste. That's like a fucking huge development <laughs> right 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 that's monstrous and again like we've talked about before it's just one of those things that it that's awesome already and then like five years from now ten years from now it'll probably be like 93 percent, right and it's just going to get better so it's basically the department of energy uh their oak ridge national laboratory um actually discovered it sort of serendipitously oh okay they were they were doing a test with this reaction in mind uh-huh. And they were going to use a, a specific catalyst to try and get to a process that would create okay. this. And then the catalyst that they used just did it. <laughs> really? Yeah. And they, they were, were like, trying to like work up to it. Yeah. yeah. Wow. And they were like, oh, okay, cool. Um, <laughs> but yeah, so uh, it's super low cost to do. It can be performed at room temperature. 
so it doesn't need to be Jeez. done in like some kind of special environment. Right. Um, it can be just like added on to our already currently existing combustion engines and vehicles. Jeez. Like vehicles that already are out right now can Whoa. have this like added. Like, like a conversion kit? Yeah, yeah. Whoa. Yeah. Okay, I didn't know that. Yeah. Damn. Yeah. That's awesome. This is huge news. Uh, it's good because there's a lot of all, a fuel alter- alternatives that are very damaging to uh, the coal and oil industry. Right. So they get, you know, those people get murdered or sued or right. they just get money thrown at them until they disappear etc cetera, etc cetera. but this actually doesn't hurt right the fuel it's, industry. it's like a parallel yeah yeah it's something that the fuel industry can buy and add mm-hmm. to their cars right. um and and it changes nothing about fuel efficiency sure. or you know any of that stuff so it's great for us right it's great for us yeah that's now, awesome. you know the eventuality is yes we want to move completely away from using fossil right. fuels because right collecting them and refining them is still incredibly damaging Absolutely. to our planet. Yeah. Um, and you know, even the, the current process of creating certain aspects of cars, mm-hmm. uh, using petroleum and tires, et cetera, mm-hmm. plastic. Anyway, I'm going on just like a it's fucking okay. ecologist rant. I love it. Um, but yeah, it's, it's really, really cool. And so hopefully it doesn't just get lost and buried and forgotten. Yeah, hopefully something actually comes of it because that's fucking incredible. Yeah. Yeah. It absolutely is. And I, and, and like I just said, like, hopefully we see, it even get better and yeah. hopefully this this really does like start changing things yeah. that'd be amazing 63% of the carbon dioxide emitted from your car can be fucking changed into ethanol yeah what in the fuck yeah let's do it and Boot then just cha- change the other fucking 37% into solid waste right and then it's just gone that's awesome Man, so I wanted to talk about this video game that you actually told me about a few days ago. You know ago. how I do. Yeah, yeah. So as we just talked about about television shows and films, Danny Wood does this also to me about video games because he has his ear to the pulse. And yeah, most forms of, of pop culture. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. I'm not good at that stuff. So anyway, uh, he showed me this this video game that looks incredible, and it's right up my alley. Yeah, this is why I sent it to him, because oh, it's, yeah. it's one of those games that, I like, if I were doing a bit, I would say, dude, this is just Garrett the game. Yeah, yeah. So this game is called Lost Ember, and it is currently on Kickstarter, which is an added bonus for me. To oh, yeah, he's a big Kickstarter guy. Yeah, yeah. So it's uh, it's up right now. It's actually um, pretty early stages of being on, yeah, on yeah, Kickstarter. Yeah. It's still got 27 days to go. It ends on November 14th, 2016. And it's already raised $180,000 of $109,000. Yeah, so they're already going. done. Yeah, got slammed him. it. it is, uh, it's going to be for Xbox One, PS4, and PC, which mm-hmm. is awesome. It's always awesome to see. All three. It goes to all three, absolutely. And which is becoming much more prevalent, which is really cool. Yeah, and like, you know, as someone who is a, a PlayStation fanboy and not so much a big fan of Xbox, I always like to do bits about exclusivity. <laughs> Right. But honestly, in the grand scheme of things, I'm more of a pacifist and I want my like Xbox and PC brethren to be able to play yeah. the games that I play. Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. Genuinely. Like I'm going to always do bits about like, oh, we get to play Horizon Zero Dawn and you don't. So you should fucking die in real life. <laughs> but that's a bit like I right. want you guys to be able to play the same games as me. Yeah. Genuinely. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. You don't get anything out of, you know, bros not being able to play games. So anyway, yeah, it is an absolutely fucking beautiful game, first yeah. and foremost. The art is, yeah. <laughs> it's so it's so colorful, and uh, it's just vibrant. And it, while we didn't get to see a lot of the things, you, you should go check it out on the Kickstarter and, and on their website. They have a like a little gameplay teaser trailer video. It looks absolutely incredible. Um, so anyway, the premise is that you're basically this like magical fox spirit and you have the ability to like possess and control other animals. So you just run around roaming as a wolf. You have wolf powers. 
Uh, it says that there is going to be combat, although it, it didn't show it yet. But basically, the entire point of the game is that you run around as a wolf and you can just possess these other animals. Get them. Just slurp right into them. <laughs> yeah. And it, I, I think it only showed three or four uh, different animals in the video, but it mm-hmm. did say that there's going to be like a whole mess of them. Mm-hmm. Uh, so it showed birds. Uh, it showed some kind of digging creature. Mm-hmm. Um, like a ferret or some shit. Yeah. And then it also showed a fish. Mm-hmm. So yeah, it has land, sea, and air. It has like subterranean shit. So yeah, you, you get to, you get to do basically any, any and all types of, of animal creatures. It remains to be seen just how, how extensive that is. Right. Um, but I mean, they, they talk about having a, a lot. So yeah, I'm really pumped up about that. E- each animal has like special abilities that it, it can do. So you're going to have to you know utilize that in puzzle solving. But yeah, it says that it's going to have puzzles, exploration and combat. Mm-hmm. And w- along with like a full world and like a full storyline as well. Yep. So I'm really fucking pumped up about this game. I, th- I think that, yeah, like I think it's like perfect for me. Yeah, as soon as I saw it, on- honestly, not even kidding. I sent you the link before I even read it. Jeez. That's funny. Like it was literally like the article was like, you're a wolf and you run around and slurp into these other animals and like solve a mystery about like the world. And I was like, I'm sending this to Garrett, not even reading the article. Yeah. Boot it up. That's absolutely, that's my bag, baby. Yeah. And also again, it looks gorgeous. Yeah. Uh, And it It feels, it feels like it's going to be similar in genre sort of to like, um, uh, journey or Uh like Abzu where it's kind of like, just like a free like a beautiful, like, exploration puzzle solving mystery kind of story right, right. game uh, yeah. I, I loved both of those games yeah i was uh, actually and, about to say it looks kind of like abzu even like in the color palette that they yeah, use yeah. which is not a bad thing absolutely not uh yeah i'm i'm fucking pumped man i think this is going to be goddamn incredible i i do want to see um i'm interested to see like just how many animals they include yeah um, for sure and just how diverse the abilities are mm-hmm. because that's something that very much interests me you know hopefully i mean as much as like I'm cool with it just being like three creatures and you just get to party. But hopefully it's not just like this is another digging guy and this is another flying guy. And those are the abilities, you know, like hopefully it gets real wild. That would be fucking dope. Yeah. 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 I see what you're saying. Hopefully all like the variations of fish aren't all exactly the same, but just a different like mesh. Yeah. Yeah. That's what I'm hoping. Hopefully it's not just like archetypes. Right. Right. So, yeah. Yeah, I think it's going to be fucking rad, but I'm glad that it already like slam dunked its fucking Kickstarter in like three days. Yeah. So curious to see some scratch goals. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Yeah, so I'm pumped. I'm definitely 100% going to buy it. So let's uh, apparate on over to movies. Uh, I just wanted to get into this because it's kind of absurd. So the first Fantastic Beast movie uh-huh. uh, is coming out next month, November. Right. Um, so this was announced a long time ago mm-hmm, that we were mm-hmm. getting a Fantastic Beast movie. And and right off the bat, it was a little interesting because that book is like one page. Right, right. And has like... It's for funsies. Yeah. It's like one page and has like two words. Right. Uh, compared to a regular Harry Potter book anyway. Yeah, it's not even it's not even a novel. Right, 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 It's right. just like a guidebook About that has blurbs monsters. Yeah. And it's awesome. Don't get me wrong. It's actually really fun to read. Right. But yeah, you're absolutely right that it's like... How how are you going to make this into a movie? Right. They fucking so, did. So, yeah, it was announced uh, a long time ago they were going to make a movie. And then uh-huh. relatively not that long ago, it was announced that it was actually going to be a trilogy. Right. Uh, which is even more interesting because stretching out a book that's three words long into three movies is wild. Right. Well, uh, just yesterday, I believe, or maybe even today, mm-hmm. uh, JK announced uh, at an event that it's actually going to be five movies Jeez. now. Which is wild. 
Yeah, absolutely. It's wild. Yeah. Like you turned seven fucking huge books into eight movies, and now you're turning one, like, it's like a goosebump. <laughs> it's like less than a goosebump. Into five, five full-length, like, two-hour-long <laughs> movies. Now, what I'm wondering is if they wrote one movie, uh-huh. and then they were like, oh, no, 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 we're going to stretch this into three, or they wrote three movies, or did, so they wrote three movies, and then did they say, oh, we're going to take the second and third movie and cut right. them in half like we did with The Death right. of Hollows. Yeah. Or did they just write five full movies? I, you know, I, I I don't know, obviously, and, and they haven't they haven't announced that or anything, but I I would lean more toward the latter uh, because it's not like Harry Potter, right? It's mm-hmm. in the same universe, but Harry Potter is a has a very locked in um, format, right? right? Each each book uh, basically roughly corresponded with a, a school year, right? And there was an overarching narrative that was happening, which is like the rise, the second rise of Voldemort and, and addressing that with beasts. You don't have any of that. You, you get to skip all of that. You're right. taking, you're taking a, a character that's mentioned several times throughout the, the Harry Potter series, which is Newt Scamander. And it's, you know, the sky's the limit, right? right. It just mentions that he's like this adventurer. He's the animal guy. Right. He's the magical animals guy. So if you just base an entire series around him and and you can just do whatever the fuck you want with right. Him. You know, it's just like there's always more it's the gift that keeps on giving. You can right. you can always just be like Newt Scamander and the dragon stuff. Newt yeah. Scamander and mermaids. Newt, Newt Scamander, Scamander and the philosopher's stone. <laughs> yeah, yeah, you you can just you can do whatever the fuck you want with it. Right. Especially because like it talks about him going all around the world. So it's like it doesn't you don't have to even lock him into like a time period and you don't have to lock him into a geographical area. Right. Do you think statues crumble for him? Oh, I was hoping you wouldn't. You knew. I, uh, yeah, you, you I knew. do. I, I, I was there and I, I even tried to cut you off in the past. And then I was like, hopefully I can just keep talking about cool magic stuff. Now, you know better. He'll he'll you know derail. Better. Yes. Uh, but anyway, uh, it's been talked about before on a certain podcast called Terminal Transmissions uh, that I fucking love Harry Potter. If you couldn't tell big fan, you can hear how loud he is right now. Yeah. Sorry. I'm, I'll try to dial it back, but um, I love Harry Potter and I'm so goddamn pumped about this. We've, we've read some, some spoilers a little bit. We've, you and I've both tried to really shy away from that uh, for this movie. Um, and we've done a pretty good job. I've done a pretty good job, but I know a little bit about what's going on and I've seen two of the trailers fucking jazz hands about it. I think it's going to be goddamn incredible. I am really elated that, that that they're doing multiple of these. I'm also, I can't stress to you the importance of <laughs> like how integral it is to my excitement that J.K. Rowling has a personal hand in these. Oh yeah, that that is directly related. So she wrote the first movie that's coming out, mm-hmm. and she is writing the second one. A no confirmation if she's writing the third, fourth, and fifth one. Sure. Um, also, the guy who directed. The last four Harry Potter movies mm-hmm. is also directing the first and second right. Fantastic Beast movie at the least. Right. Now it could get weird later. The third one might be written and directed by like Pleepo McGlumpshi. Maybe, yeah. Um, or it could be directed by like Taika Waititi. You yeah. know what I mean? Yeah. Or or uh, J.K. Rowling could could just absolutely keep doing it. She she absolutely could. Um, she she uh, has stated that she really likes it. She yeah. really likes uh, writing screenplays. She she she's brand new to it. She'd never really done that. She. It was one of those weird things where in the first movies um, for the Harry Potter series, she didn't write any of those screenplays. Mm-hmm. Uh, but it was one of those those things that they do where they're like, oh, she's like on set, though, some of the time. And she has like some say. Mm-hmm. But, 
you know, no one knows. Like it, it was never disclosed just how much right uh, that was. Um, most people think, like me, uh, most people think that uh, it wasn't much, right? Um, because again, like I've said before to you, uh, they changed a lot of little bullshit that they didn't need to change. Right. I'm not trying to be that guy. I'm not trying to be like the the stickler. Right. But they weren't were, the same as the book. Yeah, yeah. I'm not trying to do that because I understand that it's incredibly hard to translate all of the, those mm-hmm. things. But there were really, really small things that was like, why the fuck was that changed? Like, why was Slytherin's like house colors changed? Why was Ravenclaw's colors and mascot changed? Again, like there's no there's no point right and i feel like if jk rowling was actually at the helm which i know she wasn't but you know she would like why yeah yeah let's uh, not yeah we could not do that though i like that you know i like your ideas every everyone's got ideas and stuff but you can go shut the fuck up and uh it makes sense to keep these the same you know so like i said like uh some of the stuff some of the changes i get but some of them i'm like that's really small and unimportant and why yeah, it's so interesting because if you think back to, uh, you know, the 80s and the 90s, uh-huh. particularly the 90s, sequels were generally shit. Right, right. You know what I mean? Like, the Jurassic Park movies continually got worse. Right. Like, in Disney movies, all Disney sequels were bad. Right. Um, basically, anything that had a sequel was shitty. Right. Compared to the original. But now we just, like, consume the fuck out of sequels <laughs> as a culture. Right. We're like, oh, make 10. Right, right, right. Make how, how 50. Long, how long can you stretch this out? How long can we keep Chris Evans alive? <laughs> you know what I mean? How <laughs> right. long can we keep Robert Downey Jr. alive? Right. And coming back? Right, how right. Many, how many millions can we throw at his face? Yeah. How it's much? True. How big is the gold pile that he swims around in? Right. Can right. we make it bigger? Right. Can it be considered a lake? A man-made <laughs> lake? Um, but yeah, so it's, it's, uh, that was the main reason why I want to talk about it. I knew it would be something you'd be interested in and right, get fired yeah, up about. Yeah. My, my main interest was just like, it's five movies now because we as a culture are just like, can we have more though? Right. Can we get 15 of them? Yeah. Can yeah, you make absolutely. 90 hours of movie? Yeah. Yeah. And, and, and you you, you hit the nail on the head that like, it is absolutely across the board. I mean, you've seen it with like Hunger Games. You've seen it with like the Divergent. Supernatural. Um, yeah. But, um, I think for Harry Potter, I, I think that there's a, there's a special place in, in in Harry Potter, in 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 the entire franchise, right? For a lot of people like like me and you, that like, I, and I've said this before, and, we, and we've talked about it that J.K. Rowling is not the world's greatest writer, and, I, and I'm the first to admit it. And I, I'm sure she would be too. Yeah, she's no George R. R. Martin. <laughs> Fuck. You. But anyway, um, but I will say that she's not bad by any by any stretch of the imagination. That I, I in fact, I think she's very 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 good. She's not the best, but she's very good. But I will say that her outstanding talent that she might be goddamned unparalleled at is her world building. Right. And more so than anything is honestly that just the desire for us to be there. Right. And I, and I think that that's what sells it. That I think that that's what created the Harry Potter phenomenon. And I think that that's what is exactly what drove us to get five of these movies and maybe more. And maybe they'll fucking do Quidditch, Quidditch through the ages as well. Maybe they'll do a Beetle in the Bard. Maybe they'll do other spinoffs now. Maybe who knows? Right. But it's the thing is that, Ultimately, there is a market for it because we want to experience it. Right. We we want that. And obviously, as much as she doesn't want to write any more Harry Potter books, mm-hmm. she still very much obviously enjoys creating in that universe. Absolutely. Yeah. Because she wouldn't sign on to write at least two more movies. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Um, if that weren't the case. And, yeah. and, and you know, like, I'll, I'll go on record as also saying she's far from perfect. Sure. But it is a great world. Yeah. It, it, it's one of the better IPs that exists. Absolutely. I, uh, absolutely. In terms of like the actual universe and like the lore. It's, yeah, it's incredible. it really is. And and 
almost as impressive as it is that she came up with it, honestly, is just her fucking grasp of it. Like watching interviews with her, reading interviews with her, where people will just like ask her like bizarre as fuck questions, and she's like, "Oh yeah, that's the blur, blur, blur." Yeah, and she doesn't even hesitate. Yeah, like she's just like, she's, "Oh yeah," she's like, like a, she's like a Robert Jordan about it. Yeah, like, absolutely. I guarantee you, there's like just like fucking folders laying around her house with like shit that we will never know. Yeah, about. yeah, she she but it's has all canon to her. Yeah, absolutely. Like and the, and the, and like she's talked about some that like it's insane. Like and we talked about it. we talked about it last time. Uh, is that like one of the the one of the characters that is in the books that just got like written out. So it never talked about him was just this other Slytherin that was supposed to be like a, um, kind of like a mirror to Draco mm-hmm. that he was supposed to be kind of the same background. He was supposed to be rich and from, um, uh, a pure blood family. And he was supposed to be like the son of death eaters, very close to, uh, Voldemort, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. But he was going to be like, the opposite of Draco. He was right. going to be inherently good. And right. he was going to be like, well, kind of like Sirius was, you know, Sirius was from the same, same kind of thing, same cut of cloth and was like, fuck all this, you know, <laughs> and, uh, Tonks as well. But yeah, and there was supposed to be like, not a main character, but an important character. And she ended up just having to scrap him. He was written in, right? He had like several important things. And she said that she even wrote him in several times in different books and just kept having to pull him out because like the books were too long. And like, ultimately he wasn't necessary but she loved him and and like that that's crazy hermione was supposed to have a sister right um all sorts of shit so yeah yeah there, there's entire other things some of which did absolutely get scrapped in or no longer canon that jk rowling did write and there but yeah you're right there there are other things that are 100 there mm-hmm. that we just don't fucking know about yeah and, and that's fucking cool man so yeah anyway fantastic bees is going to be incredible i'm pumped about it if you couldn't tell. Yeah, he's a little bit fired up. <laughs> cool. So, episode 33, is that it? Yeah. Yeah, this is uh this is it. So, yeah, uh like we said before, just um check out the giveaway. Yeah, like and share and uh make sure you follow us uh at our, our actual Facebook page so that we can we can get you the the game if you win. So, uh yeah, hit us up, send us a review, do a review on iTunes, be off the chain. And we will see you next time.